Austin loves guns. Visit the range at Austin, 52,000 square feet of truly modern Texas fun. Bright, open, and inviting with 7,000 square feet of retail, including new and used guns. Doesn't matter if you're a seasoned pro shooter or are completely new to guns. The range at Austin has something for everyone. It's the perfect place to grab some friends, do the Texas thing, and shoot a machine gun, take a private lesson, or grab a membership. The range at Austin is located off 35, 10 minutes south of downtown, open to all seven days a week. Visit the range austin.com to do the texas thing and book a package buy a membership or learn more there it is that's the part where we start talking it's three guys on sports back at full strength here on tuesday morning and uh, that means that our guy noah kreitz the fresh one is nope. fresh off of the red eye back from detroit yep. Probably not the red eye, but the eyes are droopy i'll tell you that i, I feel yeah. you man i feel yeah. you how yeah. you feeling i'm feeling good though feeling okay. good good Going to the NFC Championship, I'm not. I have uh, be saving a lot of money these next few months, uh, but a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. a, lot, a lot of fun in uh, Motown. We had a lot, really lots time. of weekends at home. Yes, yeah. no uh, Mardi Gras in the future this time. Yeah, good. That's, that's big yeah. gulp of air for dinner. Yes, sir. Good that's thing right. you're doing that uh, that dry January. bank account. February, March. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Sawyer Stoll is also with us. That's our third, our third guy here. And you, 834-1027. That's the phone number, as always, to call in or text into the show. Say hi to Isaac that's on the, the phones there. And, uh, yeah, Noah, so, yeah, you dropped a... Um, now, we talked about it on Friday after you already left because that's when they yes. came out that the average price for tickets to go see the Detroit Lions against the Bucks was like over at that like a thousand dollars. Yeah, I think it was getting like twelve, thirteen hundred, something yeah. like that. I yeah. did not spend that, thank God. Yes, you got uh, in early. So got it was in several early. hundred dollars, I'm sure. Shout out my cousin Morgan Kreitz, a Lion loyalty member, gave me a passcode, so we got some oh, uh, early there access. You go. Still, still, I'm going to assume that cheap. was the the hundred year old man that kept showing. That's your cousin there. Yes, no, 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 no yeah, Morgan no. is uh, 26. <laughs> yeah. Does it hurt selling a kidney? Like how bad? Yeah, a little bit, just a little bit. Yeah, but all worth it in the long run. Lions win. I it, it, it was awesome, man. I mean, we were going through the street. I was telling some people upstairs, like we won the Super Bowl. That's how it was. Yeah, I high fived. I'm nine. Can you 300 people? I mean, just <laughs> anyone next to me. Let's go. Let's go. Everybody, old guys, young. Yeah. Doesn't matter age demographic. It didn't matter. We were all just ecstatic. One pride. One pride, baby. It was uh, first time they've won, and first time they'll be going to the NFC Championship since 1991 or whenever it was, and they lost to Washington. So going to Niners not going to be easy, but obligatory. Man, crazy. Uh, yeah, that's they. They've been to the NFC Championship before the Cowboys have. Yes, returned. there it is. Yes. Um, I'm reminded of when you went to the College World Series. You went to Omaha yeah. over the summertime. trips. And I know you you did some damage there at uh, what's the Jello Shot bar again? Uh, yes, Rocco's. 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 Yes, yeah. Rocco's. I did not have a full blown Rocco's experience this time. I was a little more uh, with it. Uh, okay, I was about to ask. Like, you didn't yes. rock out. And then I rocked out, <laughs> but I didn't Rocco rock out like okay. we did last time. That was more like blackout. But uh, okay. no, we had a good time, man. It was uh, we had, had a spot right downtown. Um, and it was, it was your buddy Dakota. Dakota came. We flew up here on this. My uh, buddy uh, that I worked with in Detroit. He now lives down here as well. Uh, he used to work for the Tigers. So met up with some people that still work in Detroit. Just got to see a lot of people that I haven't seen in years. Nice. And, yeah, man, it was it was awesome. I'm, I'm really glad I did it. Like I said, I'm be sucking. What would you say? Eating air for the next few days. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> all worth it in the long run. And now they got the Niners. I mean, the cream of the crop when it comes to the NFC. I'm excited yeah. to kind of hear what you guys think with that game. I kind of like it, though. Seven-point spread, underdogs. I think the Lions can play. It's going to be tough. I mean, they're a really good team. But, um, I mean, man, they were a game away from going to the Super Bowl. The Detroit Lions. It's just insane to say. So yeah. I'm still yeah. kind of trying to process it all, but 
Really glad it went. Really happy for the team. Dan Campbell. That was a good game, though. Buccaneers really are a solid team. Yeah. yeah. Bucks. Mike Baker, Evans, Baker, good at football. Good at football. Baker made a couple, I mean, mistakes, but overall, man, he was dishing the rock. Yeah, right? He had a really good game. They were almost all, they were pretty much, yeah, all good games. I, even including the uh, Sawyers, Texans, and the I mean, Ravens. Like, that was, it ended up, you know, that second half. But yeah. Before that, that first half was still exciting. Yeah, I mean, it was, yeah, yeah, it was great football. Great football. Um, now, what did you do uh, the night? You went there, you flew in early, so did you flew spend in. the night downtown Detroit. How was that? So, got in uh, Friday night. How were the vibes on the Helped street? Helped move, but the grandparents, the good luck grandparents. Telling you, find someone else to move, dude. Don't sell blood on Lamar out. <laughs> <Yeah, dude. laughs> the blood was not it. Don't, no. don't. Avoid Christian McCaffrey way. Um, I don't know <laughs> if we have any streets named Purdy or anything like that. Stay away Stay from all away. of them. Yeah, yeah no. we realized that because I, I actually went down to Bolden Acres on okay. Central Mart. Nice. That's where the nice. Texans go for their watch party, which is sure. really fun. Lots of colorful Lots of costumes. Fans. Okay. Uh, multiple megaphones. There you go. That's there you always, go. I, I'm, I'm a, I love a good megaphone guy. What is the chant? Is it just let's go Texans? What, oh, what do we got? God, it's so bad right now. It's Texans swarm. I don't ah, know. Like, we're bees. Okay, swarm, some guy yeah. kept trying to start, the guy that I made friends swarm. with. Swarm. It's what they yell on third downs. But, I, like. He, he kept yelling, Texans! Uh, and, like, nobody was giving him the response. And I, I, I almost on reflex, someone would be like, fight! Be like, yeah. No, that's <laughs> Texans. Well, Texans so. is two syllables, so is bulls on, and then the shout should be parade. I mean, I don't know. Ah, get at okay, me, okay, I see you. Get I like at that. me. I see what you're doing. I like yeah. that. I mean, again, I, I do like this whole uh, Texans fans donate blood. I saw that the Buffalo Bill fans are rallying around uh, Tyler Bass. Oh, that's they're, good. Donating, they're donating uh, probably his jersey number, I would assume. I didn't sleep at the amount, but they're donating to some local animal shelter to raise a bunch of money, which is what they, that's like their go-to thing, is jumping to the tables, catching on fire, and then donating yep. money to good causes. And losing there you in go. the divisional round. Right. Wide right. City. All right, you know what, since I brought it up here, I got a fun Just describe most today. of the people in Buffalo wide. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like you, Buffalo. I don't like your old city. I don't like your no? vibe. No, no. I'm over Anti? Buffalo. Yeah, after what I saw in those two home playoff games, I don't mess with Buffalo. Okay. I'm oh, out on like the Sabres. Yeah. On the Sabres, too? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Screw okay. you, Buffalo. I'm going to become public enemy number one of Buffalo. Mm. Only thing you ever gave us is wings, and everywhere else in the country doesn't better than you. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Wow. Uh, Ooh. Here is the audio of the Tyler Bass missed kick, the wide right. The However, Korean one? The Korean one. Tyler Bass. <laughs> I'm glad my guys from MXC are still doing well. <laughs> um, oh, but yeah, so you real. said you went out uh, uh, again. You went out downtown. Went downtown. What yep. is like? The, where, where, what are the spots you went? Well, Tin to? Roof Action. That's one of the main spots. Okay. I feel like there's tin roofs all throughout like Midwest cities. I don't know. Maybe there's some even down here. Indianapolis has one, but well, a little three level. We met up with some friends. Like I said, had a good time. Went back in the morning. Then we started tailgating. That's where I went over, and I'll put some of this on our social media. I still got to send some stuff over. Mm -hmm. But that's where the Tubcats were. I was just telling I, you I fellas about Noah, the Tubcats. Uh, after he had left on Thursday, yes. to, to fight that. I was like, what I just want is like just check in like every quarter at the game. Oh, no. A couple times in the pregame. I just want to see you slowly and slowly get more intoxicated. Like, just, just well, we got. By we got, the end of it, you're just yelling gibberish and right. excitement. It was a lot of gibberish, a lot of excitement, a lot of yelling, a lot of high-fiving. Yeah. Just high-fiving everyone uh, around you. It's awesome. Yeah. I don't know anybody in front of me. Who cares? Yeah. Hugs, high-fives. It's just. If you're wearing that blue... Honolulu, oh, that, that's the blue. best part of the in-game experience. Yes. And and not so much watching the football. I've always been like, ah, I'd rather watch on right. TV or you know, watching the big screen, especially Jerry World. But right. like the camaraderie amongst the fans, and especially if you have like season tickets where they, they the know homies. each other and yep. everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I always felt like an interloper uh, taking my friend Matt's uh, Longhorn season tickets because I'm like, oh, look. 
hey, he gives them to me for free. And I'm like, ah, oh, you could probably get a pretty penny for these, especially next year. Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, don't know if he's going to sign up for those with those SEC prices. But, um, yeah, just like, oh, these people are the ones that are here day in and day, day out in, every day game. Out. The, the diehards. diehards. Yeah. I mean, you got it. And that's the thing. You saw, I saw grown men cry. Again, I haven't cried yet. I yeah. will say that. There you go. I think the Super Bowl would be necessary for, for some tears. A tear Ooh. of joy. But Who had more tears, Lions or Bills Stadium? Ooh, I would say I saw some video of some Bills guy who just got a tattoo. And he was crying uh, for the Super Bowl. He had the Super Bowl twenty. Why do you do that? See, this don't is the problem with that. the milkhead jugs, <laughs> Buffalo Bill fans. <laughs> I uh, I didn't get to watch all that game because uh, we were you know having having yeah, a good time after course. the fact. Of brass mm-hmm. rail, shout out the brass rail. Um, but yeah, I, I just I didn't realize this either, fellas. Buffalo, and I have to look this up exactly. Buffalo traded the pick to Kansas City back in 2017. That gave him Patrick Mahomes. Wow. That is not talked about enough, considering the track record they that back? they have. Uh, like the they 27th ended up getting Niagara. Tredavious White in that draft, Ooh. who I mean, not, been missing not all season. Yeah. Nothing. It isn't nothing, but, but it isn't Patrick Mahomes. That hurts. Yeah. So I feel feel for Buffalo, but um, Kansas City, I'm not, are we surprised? Not really. No. I don't no. know. Here, I, I want to get your take on this because I yeah. asked everybody yesterday, and again, you guys can feel free to weigh in 834-1027. Like, are we tired of Patrick Mahomes yet? Are we tired of that? But I, I, I want to stick with this Lions thing here. Because yeah, yeah. you were also like, Sawyer, when you, you sent us a picture of where you were sitting, yes. uh, corner of the end zone, and Sawyer immediately was like, it was at the Amon oh, Ross St. Brown, Brown touchdown. Brown the touchdown. one that gave you guys yes. the, the, the go-ahead touchdown yes. that mm-hmm. was? That was, yeah. And he did the Baker Mayfield dance. Did you see that? You know how Baker Mayfield mm-hmm. had that like crazy thing on Twitter? He did. He mimicked his dance, so that was... Yeah, man. I mean, that was, that was crazy to be right there. It was so loud, fellas. Yeah, it was so loud. It was. Awesome. Well, I think I saw that you guys were like third behind Arrowhead. And, and did we get uh, up to third? Yeah, because uh, I know the week. Awesome. Like, yeah, it was behind we Arrowhead was and Seahawks. Four. Okay, got you. Yeah, Which, I mean it. I mean, in a dome, that's you know, you, you, it's you, tough. Sixty-five thousand dome but. really isn't like the biggest stadium. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Energy is mm-hmm. probably about around yeah, 70. around that sixty yeah. seventy. So, but just that was like decades, decades oh of God. cheers, pain were, and suffering. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it uh catharsis. It was just cool. That's my to, big word of the day. Catharsis. Yeah, I like that. I don't know. Like I just, it's, I'm still processing it all. Like it was just, it was an awesome experience. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm exhausted. I can't lie to you. My connecting flight won't be flying Spirit again. Yeah, uh, that was an impulsive decision. I mean, yeah, Wanted to save some bucks. Account, uh, Thank you. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my ass hurts so bad because of just yeah, because of Spirit. Okay, <laughs> buddy, you guys are really excited about that win. <laughs> <laughs> the seat cushions, nothing, nothing there, but yeah, no, that was a good one. That's right. But uh, yeah, man, I mean, all worth it in the long run. All oh, worth yeah, it in the long for run. For sure, for sure. Um, so yeah, do you, what do you guys think about this Niners game coming up, though? I want, I want to hear some of your guys' opinion. I didn't get a, I didn't get a listen yesterday. Well, do I the mean, Lions, how about this? Do the Lions have a chance to be? Yeah, high? yes. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. I mean, especially if Debo Samuel is on the Yeah, the which she's 50 50, right? 50/50. Uh, I, I heard Rich Eisen was going on and. and Given the reasons why he's he's on the side of the Lions, and he mentioned just basically grit. That's the word. The grit of the Lions, and yeah, like I think that's Culture that's word. to me is kind of yeah, exactly all of that. Just the Dan Campbell effect, whatever you want to put into there. Um, which again, no, I asked the question yesterday. Uh, do we owe Dan Campbell an apology for laughing at his the the kneecaps? We do. Uh, do we? Okay, we, we do. Okay. I tell you what, I do. I will give him an apology for Josh Reynolds because Josh Reynolds, I feel like, has been really poor. Yeah, a key he that. Mm-hmm. Uh, this run here, and he was, uh, which I, I always forget what he's called, but it's the praying mantis. The serpent of death. He's praying slippery, mantis. man. He's, uh, he's, I call him the praying mantis. Uh, he's a spider of death. No, spider. He's just, there's something about him, you know. 
So, freaking serpent. <laughs> all of them. Which Throw one, them one is there. it, Dan? Yeah, which one, which is, one it? is it? Um, but yeah, and and so I, I think they on paper, but also the 49ers, or while we we crowned them long ago, the right. the kings of the NFC. Yep, and I've said that too. Um, you saw against the Packers that vulnerable when you get up there and you get on them, and yeah, you know, like they're not capable of coming from behind. Not they're, like I mean, very similar to Dallas in that big team that if I win the toss, I'm not deferring to the second half. Give me the ball first. I'm going to take the lead, and yeah. then you come catch me. It feels like Shanahan and with him on that whole tree with the Lafleurs and whatnot. He sticks to the game script, his script. That's his baby. Yeah. No matter what's happening, yeah, and that almost faults him a little bit. I feel like, and I'll be honest with you, they went and got a guy who I wanted for the Lions when we were, you know, we're making a playoff push here for NFC. They went and got a guy, Chase Young, who, who underwhelming man. I think I, underwhelming guy. I think uh, Lions did something smart though in going to get Zach Ertz, not to use Zach Ertz, but Zach Ertz is going to be the same kind of body type, same kind of play style as a George Kittle to practice against yeah. all week. It's a hundred percent why they went and got Ertz. Yep. Oh, it's interesting. You know what? Uh, when we come back, I do want to have that conversation because my buddy Dave B is very upset. He thinks that the Lions, those Michigan boys, are at it again with their cheating. By signing Zach Ertz, and I'm like, what are you talking about? The man sitting on the couch. He's ring chasing, baby. He's Uh, like, yeah, let's wait to the NFC Championship. They did lose a backup tight end, too, in that game. That that is an interesting interesting point there. Sorry about just the practice and trying to find a guy who comps for George Kittle. Yeah. We'll come back and we'll talk that. We will talk. Everybody that wants to know his takes on the 49ers Lions game will do that as well. Uh, And here, Isaac, this one's for you. Use your mission, choose to accept it. Father Dusk says, I'm begging you, please rip audio of Noah saying my ass hurts so bad for everything I call in. So, uh, <laughs> dang it! That's that's on you to find, track down there, Isaac. We'll return we three guys on sports next. Three guys on sports, 1027 ESPN Radio, Nick, Noah, and Sawyer with us today. And um, you guys can chime in as well as the voice said, 834 1027. And let's just keep going, Noah. Was out yesterday. If you missed it, check out the podcast, 1027ESPN.com or wherever podcasts are sold. Give us a subscribe, rating, all the things. That was probably good for us. Um, so we didn't get to get Noah's thoughts on the rest of the NFL action yeah. uh, this weekend, which I, we will get to. The Texans, Baltimore. Uh, got touched on Chiefs a little bit. And then um, uh, Packers, Niners. But I guess we're going to skip right forward to this weekend. Because Daryl the Trash Barrel says, "No, what's your honest take of the Niners Lion game? Yeah, what is the what are the Lions' keys to win the game? Okay, that's a good question. I've kind of had to ponder it a little bit myself. Um, yeah, I mean, I it'll be tough, right? I mean, some point dog going into it, but I mm-hmm. think that's a good spot for the Lions to be. Not to do the cliche house money, but it is like yeah. this team. They they've proven all year that they are one of the top teams in the NFC. I truly believe that. I think they're in the right place." Um, Niners have been kind of crowned the king, though, as we know, um, the way that they play this year. I think getting to Brock Purdy, number one, obviously, is going to be huge. If Debo Samuel is out, that is a big, big, big key factor. I mean, he is one yeah. of their main plug guys. Now, I would th- say of, of all of their people, well, okay, it's Christian McCaffrey, yep. number one piece. Right. Number two is... I'd is, go Debo, probably. Debo. And then yeah. you throw in Kittle, Ayuk. Even though, yeah, I would say Kittle over Ayuk, even sure. though... This like, year, too, yeah. They don't go to Kittle a lot, but when they but when they need it, and you saw that against uh, the Packers, when they needed to get a drive and come back, like it, Kittle was 100%. the guy. And, and then... You know, I guess Trent Trent Williams is probably oh, he's awesome. as well, which is interesting uh, because for me the thing is is going to be Trent Williams, Aiden Hutchinson. And, you know, I don't know if they are going to line up often if yep. uh, Hutch flips or not. But like, like I said it yesterday, you guys, the Lions, your defense, which I I think is 
been, I don't want to say it's like gotten better, Achilles man. Heel. It's, it's gotten better. You it's got gotten some way better. back. You got some good players right. back. Thank uh, you. 140 something yards of a wide receiver. I mean, yes. But like, like there, there's that defense can give up. It's a bend don't break defense. Yeah, that's what it's been. Some plays it bends like for that. sure. Uh, yeah, and it's easier to not to break when it's Baker Mayfield right. picks. But uh, the point is, is that no matter what, when you got Aiden Hutchinson, Hutchinson, and he can just wreck shop. Like that's going to be interesting to see if if Trent Williams can shut him down or yeah. if he can get it there and and pressure Brock Purdy because a lot of the the. I don't know exactly how many almost interceptions he had, which I feel like is a stat that's especially reserved for Brock Purdy, the almost interception. Right. But PFF I, there, there were a couple out. there, and it was when he was have forced to like you know step up in the pocket and not be able to get his, his full stance and everything. And so if Hutchinson could just be a menace like he's been, that's going to help you guys out. Yeah. And I think just you know the the run game for the Lions is going to be is going to be a key cog like spin, just being able to, to pound him. I mean, like you guys need it when you need a first down. And you need it by run. I mean, outside so, of Isaiah Pacheco, David uh, Montgomery. Right. Next yeah. Up. And then Jameer's pretty damn Jameer's good. pretty damn good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So the thing is with the Lions here, kind of the way they're going to do it, they have had a good run a run defense. One of the best, actually, in uh, NFL. Their secondary, it's a little suspect, but the run defense will be huge to stop McCaffrey there, right? Mm. They're going to get their points. This is a good team. But I, I will say this. This San Francisco defense it, it hasn't been lights out. I mean... Jordan Love was having a good game against them. I mean, they, they have they yeah. have shown that you can score against them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it'll be tough. When Jared Goff has time, and, and if he's not getting pressured and he's comfortable in the pocket, he's a, a really good quarterback. Yeah. Now, if there's getting pressure and Bosa comes outside, and even though I just t- said Chase Young hasn't looked great, those guys just haven't been what I thought they'd be, especially in the back end of yeah. the year. It's but going you guys to also, be tough. You got, I mean, you guys have a good line as well. Great old line. Nice They're old. banged up. Look at Frank Ragnow, just an absolute monster. Went back in after being hurt. Uh, it sounds like Jonah Jackson, one of our star uh, linemen, might be out so, for the, the game. The guard who got hurt, yes, yeah, Buckeye. I mean, be, but, but, but I mean, the play. point is just with the Boses is, mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. Penae Sewell there on the end can help you guys out a and lot. He's a monster. Yeah. Penae yeah. for your thoughts, yeah, a <laughs> Penae for those thoughts. But yeah, no. So I think that'll be pasta. That'll be the <laughs> that'll be the way that they do it. Um, it's gonna be tough, but I do like the card that they're playing right now. They're the mm-hmm. underdogs. They've yeah. had two games where they were favored at home. A lot of people, especially in the media, picked you know against the Rams. Yeah. One it makes sense. I mean, Stafford's been there, done that. It's like, all right, Lions, are you really gonna win a playoff game? The one against the Bucks, your seven point favorite at home. That's one you have to win, which yes. we ended up doing. Uh, this one is it the ni- Niners are. I mean, Shanahan, these they're the ones that are due for a Super Bowl. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, they can't screw up. That, 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 that their timeline is slowly but surely. I'm telling you. Well, and, and look, they're I, still I, outstanding, but this is starting to tick, 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 tick a little yeah, bit. Trent Again, Williams. I have always liked Dan Campbell, and I said that he can be the guy for Detroit. So I, I am not don't want to bash him. I just enjoy the, the everything that he says. But there is a a Kyle Shanahan. If you lose to Dan Campbell, and you're supposed to be the smartest guy in the room, the genius, the the Nepo baby, you know, the the, yeah. the, the legacy, whatever it is, uh-huh. and you lose to the guy. It's a brew. Dude, let's see what I got here. Oh, let's just, let's do a, I don't know, this is something about hyenas. Wow. This team is working their rear off to give you something to be proud of. All right, they're grinding it out right now. And I know this, we are freaking starving. We are starving. So the hyenas better get out of the way. Because <laughs> the lions are going to eat. Got a little you know breaking what? news about some dogs. Okay. 
longtime enemy of uh, our dear Bevo, Quay, the Georgia Bulldog, passed away peacefully oh. in his sleep this morning. I saw that actually. Quay? Yeah. Uga. They call him Uga 10, fondly Uga. known as Quay. Mm. Number 10. Spell Quay for me. Q U E. Is that like, I don't, I don't, I don't get it, Georgia. No, he's, he's Uga. Uga. Okay. He's Uga. Just like that long, yes, that longhorn is, they got some sort he of heard, sunshine. He heard, I guarantee you, he heard no. that Bevo was coming to the conference. He's like, I don't want anything to do Yeah, no, he wants none of that smoke. Send me the Rainbow Bridge. You know what? Not to get ahead of myself, <laughs> the Athletic put out their early predictions for the SEC. Texas, one loss. Ooh. Not to Georgia. Ooh. Ooh. Not to Georgia, says the Athletic behind They the knew ball. this. It was like Groundhog's Day a week early. Uh, I do want to get into that because I do have some Longhorns news. There's some big news in the transfer portal as oh, yeah. well. Picked up a, a big, big old guy from Arizona mm-hmm. to come in. Hey, and oh. uh, Sark's house is on the market. So you guys want to take a deep? You guys want to go after the circuit? Oh, wow. There Ooh, you go. In that circuit. Uh, he's looking to upgrade with that new contract. Um, we can go check out Sark's house and just like, you know, mess around. We should do the show from it. I, I would love it, man. <laughs> probably, probably would get mad at us. Um, but I do want to stick, <laughs> stick to the NFL real quick. Yeah. Um, where were we at before the dog? Uh, Dan Campbell, hyenas. Yes, yes, yes. That's actually like a very smart point. That's a man who watches Animal Planet and knows 100%. that the hyenas come after the lions are done picking Absolutely. the carcass. And he's like, "Hey, we're not, we're not done yet because we're starting." So I'm just saying, like, he's not just a meathead, okay? No, he's not. And that's well-rounded. Yeah, that's the depiction he's got, and I, I understand it. People thought maybe he was underqualified. Everybody in main media, which uh, when yeah. we initially brought him in, you know, it was. Okay, Dan Campbell. I know the name. I know who he is. I know he comes from you know uh, the pay, uh, the the Sean Payton tree down with the Saints. Had a little bit of time. I will admit, I knew him mostly from the Miami Dolphins. Exactly, he, he, he was the yes. the yep. coach, right? Oh yeah. Like well, he with the no, he did not. He's the one who filled in for that person, right? Yes. Oh, you know, he, he was the intern. intern. My bad. He was the yeah, intern. that was an offensive. Li- you know what? I have to. We got to get the audio though of them running just Oklahoma drill right when he started up. Like, up. it was awesome. It's just awesome. He's just. Oh, we're getting right to it, boys. But the one thing I will say with him and why he's been such a good fit, and it reminds me of uh, your coach over there, Mr. Texan, mm-hmm. guy who knows the culture of the city, guy who used to play, play in Detroit, in the played for the 0-16 Lions, down in the dumps, mm-hmm. crap franchise. The city, which is a, a great sports town, obviously I'm biased, but one of the only cities that really has all four sports teams, the history, and and we're starving, man. Like he just said. I mean, the the Red Wings have sucked for the last few years. They're finally getting yeah. better. The Tigers, they stink. They, you know what I mean. Half yeah. can't ever get the home. Justin Verlander is going to probably retire. The Pistons are the bane Pistons of the entire with a American sports. Right, four wins. And it's a city that it's it's a hardworking blue collar, you know, city where cold. We don't have a lot to do. We're not in a cool place like California or Texas where. We don't have a lot going on other than sports. And so the mm-hmm. fact that the city can get behind it, it was just awesome to see. The economic growth of these the last two weekends is like $50 million I saw already for Detroit. So <laughs> Jesus. Dude, they're buying the brews, and they're yeah. sipping that blue Kool-Aid. So, man, it was it's just a really cool thing to see, and I, I'm excited to see how they yeah. play against the Niners. And that house money term, I think that Niners, this the ball is kind of in your court here. What are you going to do with the Lions? Because yeah. they match up pretty well. They do. I really do believe they match up pretty well. And now the AFC is another thing, but... We've seen both those teams. Let's let's beat the Niners first, but we've seen both those teams on the road. We beat the Chiefs week one. The Ravens Man. destroyed the Lions, but mm-hmm. that's a team that's also, you know, just take care of business in front of you. What a storybook season ending that would be, too. First game of the year, Lions-Chiefs. Last game of the year, right there. Lions-Chiefs. Bookended it. Whew. That's, that's never Thursday happened. Night. No I, way that's yeah, ever happened. Yeah. 
I don't know if it has. For the, the NFL. The very first Thursday no, night. That we went first to game. Beating, okay, yeah. And, and then, then the Super Bowl game. being the oh, exact wow. same. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Beat Chiefs and Chiefs. Yeah. That, that would be, I mean, that would be Crazy. impressive. That would be impressive. And honestly, if I was the Lions, I, I would root for the Chiefs against the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, the way that they looked against with. Baltimore, no, I agree with you. I don't um, want to see Lamar. Here, you, you, you brought up a lot of good points of why Dan Campbell's good for the Lions. But I also think just the fact that you need a guy to chase the stink of losing out 100%. of that place. Yes, now, not, right. you know, I, I know that the Lions were not the – this is not the 0-16 Lions of yesteryear. But still, like, and, and you need that guy who brings this kind of energy. It doesn't matter if you have one ass cheek and three toes. I will beat your ass. 100%. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Um, We've been kicked down. Our, our quarterback, who we all loved and praised, broke up with us mm-hmm. and got a Super Bowl ring out of the deal. I mean, yeah, but like but hey. the Lions, like, look, are you going to tell Amon Ross St. Brown that he's not just as good as, as Debo or Brown? I'm not. No, I'm good luck with that. No. I mean, Kittle, uh, Laporta. I don't, uh, Laporta's a rookie, and he's already looking like a, a George Kittle-esque player. You know what yeah. I mean? He's a top five tight end, I debate how right is, away. How is his health? Like, how is he... I mean, he's playing pretty good ball yeah, right now. Yeah, with that giant brace on his knee, doesn't seem to slow him Juiced down him the slightest. Up. And okay. then I think it's going to be great, like you mentioned, Sawyer, to have a guy who that, can mimic what uh, Kittle, Kittle is presenting. Does. And probably just to kind of bring him, you know, here, arm over the, sh- you know, put him under the wing here. Hey, this is, you know, I played some ball in my day, referring to Ertz. To, yeah, to and last it. week, you know, Brock Purdy was playing one glove, two glove, no glove. You got Teddy two gloves on the scout oh, team. Yeah. Even, I mean, they're they're shaping up to like basically be playing the Niners all week. Absolutely. I mean, and I was going to say also, you know, as, as good as uh, Christian McCaffrey, Caffrey is and what he can do to you, just like when we saw it against the Packers when he just, you know, barreled down for however many yards that was for that touchdown. Uh, really, you know, literally put the team on his shoulders. He's like, all right, I got it, guys. Put the team on my back. No, Javier Gibbs has that same dude. He's so fast. Scoring ability. His, like, his twitch. He has come on so he's much. Twitchy man. So yeah, like I mean, that's just twitchy. The Lions can do it as well. And honestly, if I'm just saying, you know, literally for a game to make the Super Bowl, Brock Purdy, Jared Goff. I'm like, I don't, that isn't that crazy. Lamar Jackson, Mahomes, and then there's Jared Multiple Goff. MVPs yeah. against dudes. Well, this one specifically <laughs> is is Mr. Irrelevant versus the number, number one, one overall pick. pick. But like, uh, we can talk about it for future. But like, for just for a game, I, I might take Jared Goff. There over we Brock go, Curry. man. Mm-hmm. Come on might, now, little house money. I don't think that's a crazy thing to do. Um, and yeah, Zach Ertz. We didn't really get to the whole is it cheating because I guess it's not. But like, just I mean, the the Ravens on the couch. did it. The Ravens yeah, did it. With, yeah, last week with uh, uh, Dalvin Cook, they signed him off. The, the, yeah, and he looked pretty good. Shame on the other teams for Zach good. Ertz available. That's what I say. If you're mad about that, it's stupid. All right, when we come back, we will do some do you care? And I tell you what, if you're ready, Sawyer, and this is your warning, the fastest break, big big action. We will touch oh, on yeah. it next segment. Three guys on sports. Stick with us. Three guys on sports, Nick, Noah, and Sawyer with you, and you guys as well, 834-1027. That's the phone number to call or text into the radio show. And um, let's see here. Zach from New Braunfels. What up, Zach? Texts in and says, so the station is going to pay to send Noah to the NFC. So is the station going to pay to send Noah to the uh, NFC Championship in San Francisco? Actually, Santa Clara. Okay. Uh, to have a man on the ground, I'm happy to fill in for him if he's busy. I'm gonna say, mm-hmm. Zach, yeah, you're good, man. Just go there, you fill in for me, Zach. Send us the receipts. Yep. We will absolutely reimburse you for your your time and money and efforts. Yeah, totally. Yeah, oh, yeah. Totally, totally. That's that's how this place works, right? Uh huh. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Daryl the Trash Barrel, which I think is a, apparently a 49ers fan. Okay, uh, let's hear he it. says uh, you got to hope for rain. Defenders were slipping and sliding, and Purdy can't throw in the rain. Yeah. So actually, uh, funny you brought that up, Daryl, because I was looking right at the weather. That's the first thing I went to after uh, talking about them. It will be apparently about kickoffs five thirty our time here. 
Uh, it looks like it's going to be 65, 0% chance of rain as of right now, partly cloudy. Mm-hmm. So good weather uh, overall, which I'm not mad about because we know this about Jared Goff. Guy, guy doesn't play amazing when it's cold, but yeah. you know, they're in California. I wasn't expecting too cold. Yeah. Uh, I, I would hope that the 49ers would figure out their cleat situation given an yeah. entire week after what happened to them in both halves. So I, I would not anticipate that, but the Brock Purdy thing might be. I don't know. Man. Jared Goff had one of his greatest games outdoors in California weather. Sure, it was Southern California weather. But mm-hmm. Against Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. That was an amazing game. So, so Fire is, game. Is this perfect? It's per- perfect weather? I would say this, this Sunday looks pretty perfect too. 60, sunny. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. I want to get to some do you care, but before we yes, do sir. that, if you are ready, Sawyer, oh, let's I'm do ready. the oh, fastest yeah. break. 60 seconds on the NBA, because even though we are not paying attention to basketball yet. Uh, when it reverts, here. Luckily for Coach Derry there. Mm. Uh, do, there was a big, a big, big, Baylor. big night. Yes, he did. He did. All right, here we Shout go. Out horns. Oh, we start in Orlando as the Magic make another win disappear. They lose to the Cavs, 126-99. to The Greek freaks Giannis Antetokounmpo is good for 31-17, and and the Bucks 122-113 to win over the Pistons. Wimby may be the future, but Joel MVP'd is right now. He drops 70 on the Spurs in their 133 win uh, Sixers over the Spurs. Things are getting grisly out in Memphis as they win 108 over the Raptors 100. Now, Carl Anthony Towns should leave town as a selfish teammate. He dropped 62 and the Timberwolves lost to the Hornets 128. Yikes. Oh, it was a battle of potential MVPs between Jason Tatum and Luka Doncic, but Tatum gets the better as he wins 119 with the Celtics over the Mavs 110. Kevin Durant drops 43 in the Suns, 115-113 to 113 win over the Bulls. And Deontay Murray comes up short as the Hawks lose 107 to the Kings, 122. Excellently done. I like the Grizzlies reference. That was good. That was Thank good. you. Uh, yeah, a couple things in there of note. Uh, uh, Joel Embiid, 70 points against your to San Antonio Spurs. Uh. Uh, first of all, Kevin Durant, we thought that was really impressive. I don't know if you saw Joel and Diaz score 70. Cat has 70? Yeah, Joel has 70 today. Yeah, yeah 70. <laughs> so what did nights like tonight mean in the NBA? Nothing. I mean, absolutely nothing because yep. football is still on. Whoa, dude, he broke Wilt Chamberlain's record. That's you a big what? night. That is ins- that's the biggest. I will thing defend to me. basketball every day here. I will I will stand on the court on guard. You'll hear me coming down the hallway. Squeak, 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 squeak. squeak, squeak, squeak. Got you, man. Um, the fact that that was Wilt Chamberlain's record is a just how good was Wilt Chamberlain, and also just like the fact that we can't we can't break that. And what was that? Almost four or five decades. The craziest stat here is Joel Embiid was twenty one of twenty three from the free throw line. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. Well, you know he he may have been uh, had some extra incentive if he heard Greg Popovich talking about him before the game on how the Spurs were going to handle Embiid. We're going to hammer his ass. Oh, I told Wemby to stick him, put your butt right in his stomach, back him down over the rim, and just throw him through the rim. That's what you should look forward to tonight. Ooh. Don't tell Wemby I said that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pop. Obviously, he was joking, um, which was like, yeah, what, what I think he, he was didn't like, work. What, 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 yeah. Yeah. I mean, Wimby, I was like, what, what are you going to do against Joel Embiid? Nothing. Right, nothing. Like, yeah. Wimby still had a great game, 33-7 and seven on only 28 yeah. minutes, too. So, I mean, that's three points. He's balling. I think, I think Pop literally said, like, I could tell you all some BS about it. Right. Like, what do you, it's Embiid. What are you going to do? Exactly. Like, yeah. The Joel that, was two buckets away from hitting a Popovich. That's right, 74. Oh. <laughs> that's <laughs> how old Greg is. Uh, you know, but if if you're a Spurs fan, Testament, like they they kept the reason that he was able to hit 70 is because they kept him in the game because they kept it close. It wasn't a blowout. Mm-hmm. So That's true. There you go. 
Uh, now, other side of this, uh, here's the Timberwolves coach, Chris Finch, on Carl Anthony Towns' 62 points. Uh, not, not as impressed. It was an absolute disgusting performance of defense and immature basketball um, all the way through the game. So it really didn't slip away. It had been there from the jump. So this is what happens when you uh, have this type of approach. Wow. Now they did lose the game, and yes, I suppose there is a part of this whole like when a, when a guy's going off for you know fifty, sixty, right. seventy points, it's it's usually because they they need to, or there's like yeah. weird deficiencies in in that like oh that it opens you up to to getting beat. I'll defend Towns here. Towns is not Towns was drafted to be the guy in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. They wanted him. They took him early. They thought he'd be a great guy, but he's not a leader. And now they have a guy in Anthony Edwards who is going to be the leader. Yeah. Anthony Edwards had a horrible night. And the Edwards on 35 minutes only had nine points and five rebounds. And he's three of nine shooting, two for seven from three. I mean, a horrible, horrible night from a guy that's supposed to be their leader. So Carl Anthony Towns picked up the slack. You're not going to get any offense out of Rudy Gobert. His defense was great. And so, I mean, I, I don't blame Towns for going off in this game. I mean, he was the only offense the team had. Yeah. They had nothing on the Look, bench. It's just a shame for Carl Anthony Towns. Good player, but... Uh Jimmy uh, Butler stole his soul and 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 respect and everything in that in that scrimmage. Yeah. So it's just like it's what are you gonna do? That's my concern though with Minnesota is I feel like that's a team that will play down to their competition. They're first right now in the West, correct? Yeah, still. Yes. The good team, good roster. I, like you said, I, I really like Ant. I think he's a great player, but yeah, you got to be. You know, you, can, you can't have that kind of game, especially against the Charlotte Hornets, who Mm-mm. you know just traded away Terry Rozier to the Miami Heat. That's right. Got rid of Kyle Lowry. Mm-hmm. Pretty scary Terry right there. <laughs> All right, let me fire up the official Do You Care. Oh, yes. That was an unofficial Do You Care about Carl Anthony Towns and his coach and everything. And you guys care, and that's good. I'm glad. I'm happy for you. I don't. Mm. Um, I also don't like the Ant-Man nickname. Like it just Because Ant-Man's power is shrinking down, and I get he can also go big with the Goliath. But it, that's ah, exactly how Ant-Man ah. plays. Mm-hmm. Little guy that gets big. All right. You know what? You should follow his dog on Twitter. One of the funniest accounts. He has a Funny. He runs his dog's Twitter account. Yeah, that's his just dog's what name. It, uh, what is his dog's name? I forget. I was curious about, about pet names. Uh, but here, I think his dog's name is Anthony Edwards. Honestly, <laughs> that, okay, I like that. I, I'm not. A, I'm not. A, I don't like giving human names to pets. His dog's name is Anthony Edwards. <laughs> That's awesome. I just say Anthony Edwards. That's fine. Um, but like, this is the man who didn't know who Al, what Al, who Alex Rodriguez was. Did you see that? He's a partial owner of the um, yeah of the Timberwolves. Anthony Edwards. And they're asking Cat a few weeks ago on a podcast. He goes, "Did he really not know who uh, Alex Rodriguez is?" He goes, "No." And he thinks he could beat anyone in baseball in front of him. That's his mentality. He said that he's like, "I'll beat you in baseball. It doesn't matter." He didn't even know who Carl Anthony was. Towns. No, this is uh, Anthony a- a- Edwards. Anthony, okay, he had no clue. Yeah, I mean, he's, <laughs> he's what 23, 20? I mean, of course not. I didn't even know. Come on, man. Okay, Boomer. I mean, okay. I was saying, I, I'm very well aware of who A Rod is, and I'm only like what a couple years older. Yeah, I mean, that, well, you're, that, a, you're a sports professional. Is, you know what? This okay. is true. This is true. Fine, fine. Right? You're right. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, here, I do want to cover this because the Longhorns were predicted to go 11 and one next season by the Athletic. Uh, their lone loss to the Aggies. Michigan Wolverines. No, oh, sorry, buddy. Dang it. Sorry, they've got them beating Michigan. They've With got the them Aggies? beating. Yikes. Uh, Michigan, they've got them beating uh, uh, Oklahoma up at the yeah. Dallas. They've got them beating Georgia. Wow. And yeah, the final game of the season, Texas A&M finishing 11-1, 7-1 the SEC. Um, do you care about these kinds of yeah. 
I do. Projections I, well, early on. I do because I, I think the Longhorns are. You know, they probably will. They could go easily eleven and one this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Well, easily. It's but if that one done. wins, A&M, well, I mean, I'd rather go one and eleven. Yeah. It's exactly what. Yeah. What. What. How. Why A and M? They got enough going on with I, I Elko I mean, already. What's my first instincts want to say to to get clicks. This is clicks. Clickbait. Sure. Away um, game. First time in a while, but I mean, yeah, the the, the first renewing the rivalry right. in College Station, you know, that's going to be the the Aggies uh, Super Bowl. Also, because they did predict that the Aggies would what finish six and six, three and five in the SEC, so they would, yikes, yeah, uh, they would lose to Notre Dame at Florida, Missouri, LSU, South Carolina, Auburn, and and so I, I can see like maybe Aggies are like that's all they have for their season is to ruin Texas and get that that unbeaten record, sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just I don't know, man. I don't. I don't the way that Sark's hitting the transfer portal and they're yep. recruiting everything. I don't, yep. I don't really see that. I don't see that being the single uh, loss if there's a single loss. Just thinking. I think who who the hell is coaching the Aggies? Mike Elko. Yeah. Oh, that's Mr. Right. Duke. Anybody right. who was a former that's DC right. there. That's yeah. right. That's right. That's right. Uh, let's see here. Oklahoma predicted to go seven and five. Okay. And they're um, losing to LSU, Missouri, Alabama. Uh, Alabama ten and two with losses to Georgia at LSU. That's pretty good. Georgia eleven and one, losing of course to Texas. LSU they've got going undefeated. Uh, Ole Miss ten and two, losing to LSU and Georgia. And then right. Missouri eleven and one, losing to Alabama. I like Missouri next year yeah, in the Missouri SEC. I'm Ryan the Tigers. Good receiver. He was a named uh, early All American. Whatever his name is. Oh, Brady Cook, not bad. Yeah. Uh, I just I, I'm you're gonna have to drag me kicking and screaming to believe in the Missouri Tigers and like they might they might do it but they did it with nil with money they bought and paid for um, now the interesting here is okay LSU is 11 and one we've got a whole are gonna be 12 and 0 we've got a whole bunch of 11 and ones here what's going on with the tiebreakers because uh, Georgia Missouri and Texas would be tied at seven and one in the SEC they have not announced the tiebreakers but based on what they've been doing. The first tiger breaker would be a head-to-head record amongst teams. There's no divisions in right. the SEC this this next season, and so if if they are what we expect them to be for the tiebreakers, that would mean the Longhorns would get in. They would the get in to the SEC championship okay. against the undefeated LSU. That's pretty damn but good, man. With those records, Nick, I, I mean, that just made me think of this right away with the new format. I mean, that's that's probably five easily, maybe six of the twelve teams making the playoffs. You oh, that are I mean, like, oh, yeah. What are we just oh, not yeah. going to keep yeah, yeah, in yeah. Uh, yeah. 11 win, you know, Team, Texas yeah, yeah. or I Mizzou? Mean, yeah. LSU is, yeah, Georgia, Missouri, Texas. Bama. Alabama's 10 and 2, Ole Miss 10 and 2. Tennessee was, what was that? I didn't look That's where the, kind of the decline begins, nice. probably. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, like I said, yeah. I mean, yeah, like, everybody thinks, like, oh, everybody's going to get shot. No, it's just going to be SEC. Yes, a couple big tens. Got shot a couple of big tens. Yeah. Plenty of time for the discussion of how the play twelve team playoffs will affect perceptions and things. I've seen a lot of people doing that. Uh, for me, it still is. I'm, I'm trying to get one of those top seats. Yep. Trying Need to get that. one of those top seats, and that, that's all that. that matters. Okay. You tell me you get in. Now, I, d- I think it's interesting that it's going to be um, a lot more potential for like like a, a this year with the Georgia or even Florida State getting in there lower. You might see a team that like normally would be out, like an Ohio State. Yep. And you can go on a run, and that's gonna be interesting to see how that changes things. Like if, if, uh, as far as like, um, like if Ryan Day got into the twelve team floor and made a run against the to the national championship game, something that's like, oh, now we're not nearly having things. But, right. Uh, speaking of Ryan Day, big news for the Ohio State. Ugh. Uh, do you want to talk about They're that? They're in the transfer portal, too. Who yeah, cares? Bill O'Brien's back. calling the office. That's right. Bill O'Brien, new coach next yeah, year. Let's talk about Ohio State and see if that worries us as uh, potentially playoff things with the Longhorns. We'll do that in return. Three guys on sports. 
Three guys on sports. Nick, Noah, and Sawyer with you. Rounded out hour one here. That's the and, one. Um, just got a special delivery in the studio from one Florida man, Kyle. Says, enjoy the grub. Can't have the voice candy of the show eating air. Referring <laughs> to Noah Christ since he is uh, severely... Shout out Florida man, Kyle. Severe financial difficulties after flying to uh, Detroit to see his Lions play, uh, beat the Buccaneers. Uh, speaking of which, who is leaving for San Francisco tomorrow to go to the NFC Championship game? This guy. I believe Florida man Kyle's referring to himself. Are you really? There oh, you that's go. cool. Yeah. Cheer on yeah. those Lions. Come on. You're a Jags fan, but uh, just go with the other cat team. Sure. Let's go. Uh, let's see. Southside Paul chimes in. What's going on, Paul? About the NBA. It's becoming a big man's league again. Cat, Embiid, Joker, and young stars like Wimby and Chet. Well, it's because those guys watch. are so dangerous from deep now. They can yeah, shoot. Right. It's incredible. I mean, it, it's weird because, like, of the, I would only say that, again, apologies to Carl Anthony Towns. Embiid and Jokovic, or excuse me, uh, not Jokovic. Uh, Jokic. Jokic. Australian open slobs, on the brain. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, those two guys are like the traditional big man, like the the, the pound it and just, you know, always have right. your arms bleeding and everything. There's Wimby and Chet Holmgren, uh, not not quite there these yet. These alien types. Yeah. They're just like yeah. lanky. I was trying to, I was watching the uh, Celtics, Celtics Nuggets game on, I think it was Friday night at my girlfriend's house, and I was trying to explain to her, I was like, do you see this schlubby man coming up and down the court right now? And she's like, yeah, I was like, this is the greatest basketball player on the planet yeah, right now. <laughs> yeah. And he looks like he plays at the Y. Yep. Yeah. He yeah. kind of plays like it, too, just unreal at Just it. effortless. Anyway, uh, no, enjoy that uh, delicious-smelling Austin's pizza again. Yeah. I feel bad. Thanks, Kyle. Yeah, Thanks, I say Kyle. I feel bad for you. But you should have seen the Mexican so food on Friday. So many times. So many times where I can eat all this food and I can't. But you know what? Losing weight with soda. So that's that's You're looking fine. good. You're looking, looking good. fantastic. We are reaching the point where people are starting to notice and say things and all that stuff. Good. Yeah, there we so go. That's good. She's working. Um, yeah. Shout out soda. I was looking in the mirror this morning. I was like, man, you got a little Jason. You're getting the Jason Kelsey bod going. Ooh. So feeling good. GQ sexiest man, well, right, runner man. up or whatever I'm coming, it was. I'm coming for that, uh, Mr. Mr. Kelsey or Kels, whatever it is. Anyway, okay, um, we were talking college football. Longhorns were predicted by the Athletic to go 11 and one next year, in the SEC losing only to Texas A&M in the uh, the renewal of the rivalry, which I still say is questionable. However, uh, you mentioned Noah that uh, in starting 2025, Ohio State joins. Yeah, the, 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 uh, the schedule. Right, so the Michigan home game. Home and home, right? Yep, exactly. Michigan uh, starts off, uh, Longhorns obviously going up to Ann Arbor. Then it's Ohio State, Ohio State. As you just mentioned, it's an away game in Columbus. Uh, yeah, so we're doing Michigan and Ohio State same year? It's their sandwich you get in. No, 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 no. Sorry. Okay, so 2024, Michigan. Michigan. 2025, 2026, okay, cool. Ohio State, That's home and away. It will be in Columbus, 25, 26. Yeah. Uh, it'll be uh, in DKR with the Texas State Texas Bobcats. Bobcats. We already look at the preseason. Wow. And then Michigan comes down in 2027. <laughs> so you're getting the big dogs of the Big Ten with your new SEC schedule. Mm-hmm. Texas is uh, set up good for playoff experience in the regular season. That's, that's huge. Yeah. And I'm also going to sit here and say, uh, I mostly want to talk, talk about this. Maybe I'm the only, only one who cares about this. Should have been, do you care? But uh, do you care what Ohio State is doing with the transfer portal? Basically yeah. just... Uh, robbing the corpse of Alabama football. They added safety Caleb Downs. He transferred to Alabama really good. Uh, last week. Uh, they already grabbed the uh, uh, center, Seth McLaughlin. Yep, and they got... Um, and Julian Sayan. Yep, and they uh, got quarterback Quentin. Quarterback recruit. Quentin was, I believe, the Ole Miss running back, right? They got okay. him, yeah. 
Yeah, well, no. I, mean, I mean, no, sure, no. no, I'm saying no. I don't, I don't right, fear I Ohio State mainly because Ryan Day doesn't have the kind of balls Nick Saban does. <laughs> like we heard that story. Uh, I think it was Florida Man Kyle talked about having a uh, kid in his class that wasn't coming to class, wasn't doing homework yeah. or anything, yeah. and then Saban all of a sudden straightened him out in such a way. I was like, I don't get that from yes. Ryan Day. No. Yeah, Listener, exactly. Florida Man Kyle used to be a professor. Uh, I believe he's technically Dr. Kyle. Yeah, in, uh, Dr. Florida Man Kyle. So, yeah, Dr. Dusk. Be, yeah, he, he, he didn't believe that Nick Saban called him to, to ask a inquire about a student and basically hung up or was like, shut up, you're not Nick Saban. He's like, no, no, no this is Nick. This is Nick. Um, he had to tell a D's nuts joke to prove himself. But I, I do think it's interesting just that like, and again, uh, Ohio State very clearly is perturbed by the fact that they have lost now, what, three years in a row to Michigan? Right. Watching Michigan go win a national championship. And uh, apparently they were not one of these teams that were heavily into NIL, and they were still kind of relying of like the the old of like, yeah, we're we're Ohio State. That's that's why you're coming here. Exactly. Um, Well, that apparently, uh, you broke them. You you, you broke them, and now they're like, no, 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 everybody, everybody, you you get an NIL deal. You get an NIL deal. You get an NIL deal. Yep. and I guess the larger th- question CJ is... CJ Stroud made a hefty contribution, apparently, in NIL money to Ohio State. Did he really? Yeah. He, oh, to, to return that money. That's The stupid. L stands for the Lord, though. Okay, so <laughs> watch how you talk about my mans. No, but just like he's, he's got, got he's, him. He's, he's done enough. Song. He's done enough for you, uh, Ohio, Ohio State. State. Don't make him spend money on this. You guys, you guys can find the... The donors, those pocketbooks, though. I mean, he's going to be someone who's going to have a lot of money for a lot of time. So, yep. I mean, relatively, they get Will Howard, too, a quarterback from Kansas State. We're familiar with him, Longhorns Nation here. Yeah, they get uh, Quinton Judkins, that's the running back who balled Mm -hmm. out for Ole Miss. Caleb Downs, as you mentioned. Uh, Seth McLaughlin, a lineman. That's the one who was the center, actually, who kind of messed up a little bit in yeah. the Michigan, Ohio, uh, Michigan, uh, Bama game. But I mean, still, he's, he's a good player. He, yeah, he had, he had a bad game there. I'm but, sure he's so just you, fine. You don't, you don't fear Ohio State just because of of Ryan Day, Noah. I mean, how do you feel as a Michigan Wolverine? Well, Jim Harbaugh probably on the verge here, like we've thought yeah. for a while. Like I thought, it's probably either going to be. I still think it's the Chargers. If anyone, um, I don't know what Atlanta's what their plan is. I can get Bill Belichick. Well, just, rumor is, yeah, what's going on there? Rumor is Arthur Blank big time wants Bill Belichick. Makes but sense. But none of the other upper management want Bill in the building because when Bill comes in the building, yeah, yeah. they go out of the building. Right. Well, th- that's and that's the, why they're like, oh, let's go get. Uh, the defensive coordinator from the Rams, someone young like that, so they can keep their jobs and stuff, and that's yeah. the big hang-up. Well, and that's not, why not, I think we see make decisions for football. And that's why I think we saw such a pushover hire in Tennessee, taking the Bengals that's offensive coordinator, and you fire Mike Vrabel for a guy like that. Yeah. Are you kidding me? You kidding me? Thank right. you so I, much I for the two right. wins next Seriously, year. Seriously, yeah. I don't mind that. I don't know too much about this guy, whose uh, name I came and summoned Callahan, from the top of my, yeah. Brian, yeah. Callahan. Brian Callahan. Yeah. I was going to put it as the my do you care? I mean, I I, I I care because, and as you should, as a Texans fan, it's like, what are we doing there? I, I mean, yeah. I, that is Joe I, Burrow. Is the plan, is the is the plan to go bring T. Higgins down and draft another quarterback? Because Could be, right? Will Levis is not Joe Burrow. Nope. Well, I, I think that there's it's twofold of one. You had the the, the grit, tough, I'm going to cut off my penis to uh-huh. a Super Bowl coach Mike Vrabel, defensive guy. And that's what you always do in the NFL. Is if you went de- defense with one coach, well, you, go out, you go offense. Uh, but I think they're also just trying to find again what uh, the Packers did, what uh, I mean, what the, the Bengals did of getting these young, yes, offensive genius coaches, offensive, which yeah. I do like. Again, as somebody who is uh, gonna, 
I guess root for the Cowboys and Mike McCarthy another season. How? Like, yeah, give me one of these Wonder Kid guys. Let's let's hope and see what it is. And it, it, and it goes down to just like you're you're watching like the Packers in the playoffs, and you're just seeing what they're able to do with their offense. Where it's like, like the Cowboys, um, they just go out there and and and, and even to this certain extent the um, the Forty ers but like you see, they go out there and they're just like, all right, we're yeah. gonna we're gonna run our our scheme, our system, and just hope that execution gets it done. Yeah, and that just seems archaic in today's NFL, and that's what my that's why my biggest thing was with Mike McCarthy is that he's just like, well, we're just gonna go out there and we're gonna do this. Just Dak's gonna throw the ball in under two seconds, and when it doesn't work, you saw what happened mm. two weeks ago, right? And while I I would love Mike Vrabel to coach the Cowboys, like I, I kind of. I, I, Again, I was I'm so, on the Titans. I don't get rid of him, but right. So yeah, he, here's kind of his. Uh, Brian Kelly, I didn't know too much about him. I've heard his name before, really, just because probably the one year he was the quarterback. I think it's like three Lions. seasons yes. with the Bengals. They were like sixth. His first right. So he's been there since 19. In. He obviously went to the Super Bowl when they went and lost to the Rams. He was over there at Oakland when it was still Oakland Raiders for a year. But really, what his background is. He was a coaching assistant, uh, offensive quality control coach, uh, and uh, then offense assistant the year they won with Peyton Manning over with the Denver Broncos. So maybe it's the tie there of, oh, you were just around that. But, like, you're right, Nick. I know they're going for these young guys. He's only 39 years old. Uh, you know, I mean, he's got a decent little resume here, but that just is a higher go. Really? Yeah. When you have doing? like this kind of wealth of coaches out there too, and maybe even other guys that could become available well, okay, off of but, these but current. Are, are the Titans gonna get Jim Harbaugh? It seems like that. Everything. But I'm even talking about. I'm talking like the offensive coordinator in Detroit. You know, guys. Oh, Johnson. Yeah. yeah. People that. Well, are, okay. No, no. They're still out there. He apparently just wants all the money in the world. No, that's fair. To leave the Lions, and I, I don't, I, I don't, don't blame that. Blame the Titans. But you're also like that, but. Zach Taylor is the mind behind that offense in Cincinnati, and this is just a guy that's like an underling under him. So we say that the McVay tree continues to grow, which is stupid. Yeah. Eventually, the branches wilt out. Look at Belichick's tree. Eventually, that ran dry. Yeah, and I'm just like. You don't have a Jamar Chase on that Titans team. You Ty J Spears might be as good as Joe Mixon. Will Levis is not Joe Burrow, and the defense is such a huge issue. And you already got. I just like DeAndre Hopkins. This is going anymore. to be a couple years away. They're lucky that they're playing the last play schedule. Yeah, I mean, just I, I guess what you're saying is like, hey, we want to bring in a guy that's going to help develop. Sure, Levis. this probably shows they're going to take a wide receiver in the draft now. I got to imagine, but then that'd be two in three years. Yeah, yeah, because Birkins has. You know, he hasn't turned out to be no. the A.J. Brown replacement that he no. was supposed to no, be, no, right? No. Like, that's the thing. And I really like Vrabel. Like, I get why they move on from him because it was getting kind of stale. A really good coach. I don't think it was the best decision. I sure can get it. But, like, this is what we want to go with. And this is no disrespect to Brian Callahan, no, who I don't Mi- know much about. But Miss Adams wants it to be her team. It's her way or the highway. And right. Vrabel wasn't going to go for that. So. Exactly. Well, also, like, that was the big thing with Vrabel was apparently uh, conflicts with the front office. Right. And so that also makes sense why you would come get a young guy that, again, like you said, that you can tell him what to do. You can mold. You can mold. You work with our quarterback. And and everybody that's in charge up there still gets to keep their job and everything. So that's, I don't know. But, I mean, I got to be a hater. Be a hater. You know what? Take that terrible team, you know, give us our jerseys. Give there. those Oilers I'm gonna, jerseys I'm going to kick the door down on the office. <laughs> All right. Uh, we will return for hour two, and you have yet to talk. Get Noah's takes on uh, the rest of the NFL action, Texans, Ravens. Let's Chiefs, Bills, all that. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what's going on with Noah and his thoughts on the rest of the playoffs. When we return, three guys on sports.